the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Healing Word Program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. You're invited to join us in worship via live streaming this Sunday morning at either 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock. Visit LargoCC.org and click on Watch Live. You are in a war. You are on a battlefield. But you are a winner because Jesus is there with you. Jesus is the Word of God. I hope what I've said today. It's widely accepted that our thoughts drive our emotions and ultimately our behavior. So how can we make sure we win the battle of the mind? Pastor Jack Morris is going to expound on this subject today and lead us through the process of healing and thoughts. Friends, we're really in a battle. Well, we're in a war. That's really what we're in. It's the battlefield of the mind. The thoughts that invade us. We want them to go away, go away, go away. But they keep coming back. And these thoughts, the painful ones, are just that painful. Creating painfulness. Surely there is something that can be done. Sometimes medicine pills, but that's temporary. But God has a fix for each one who will believe and follow the direction of his word. And it's not going to be easy. There has never been an easy war. Never been easy on the battlefield. Friend, as you have faith and trust God and persevere and don't give up, you will win. God has the formula. We're going to look at it today. And I believe and pray the Holy Spirit will give me words and give you words that you'll hear things in your heart that, that I didn't even say. But all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit will speak to you and help you to understand and to receive and to act upon. We go all the way back to Genesis chapter 6. And I'm not going to talk about Noah today. That's, that's not the part of my message. But listen to what it says. Genesis chapter 6, verse 5. In Noah's day, it says that every inclination and imagination of the thoughts of man's heart. The thoughts of his heart. And it's, God became so upset with mankind that mankind... Thinking and imagining evil. Friend, when you start thinking, imaginations come and you see pictures in your brain, in your mind. Even when you're driving the car, they're there. And God has given us a formula. Now, God is, is what I might say, upset. We'll use that word with, with our thinking. And so he has given us something to deal with it. And we're going to look at it today. And by the help of the Holy Spirit, we're going to win this battle and take this message of his word into our hearts 
for our overcoming, we're going to win the war. There are thousands. My okay, I'm back. <clears throat> you see, the devil is going to fight me on this. He's going to fight you on this. He, he is the instigator behind this. He keeps bringing things, things you want to remember. It's hard sometimes to remember things you want to forget. It's hard to forget. But there are thousands. It's been estimated that we think 60,000 thoughts a day. Every one of us. I don't know who stayed up so late at night and counted all of those. But 60,000 thoughts. <clears throat> Have you ever been reading the newspaper or a book or even the scripture? And you read several verses and, and then you stopped and you thought, what did I just read? And you go back and you have to read it again and maybe even read it out loud. Because while you were reading, your mind was... The enemy, there's, there's a power behind that. That's the war. That's the one-on-one -on -one combat that, that is going on. And we have to have a strategy. We're no match for this. We've had no training in this area. But we're going to get just a little bit today from God's word. Some of our thoughts are good and wholesome and some of them are painful and destructive. In 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3, we do not wage war as the world does. This is a spiritual warfare. It's an invisible warfare, but the way we think is the way we are going to act. You are what you think. We are the product of of our thoughts. So we're going to go to war. God says it's a war. It's a battle. And, and nobody is exempt. I, I, if I gave an altar call this morning for you to come forward and I was thinking about doing it, well, every one of us wouldn't come forward. So this whole place is going to be an altar for God to come and to help us and to intervene. Now, the thoughts that are causing the problem are the repeating the repetitive thoughts, the ones that keep coming back and it comes back and then it comes back and we keep trying to push it out. Push. Friend, you can't push it out. You don't have the courage or the strength to push it out. You tried and it's been an admirable effort, but you need a power beyond your power and God has given us this power. Now, here is the problem. When, when we have repetitive thinking, repetitive thoughts, a little groove is carved out in the tissues of our brain. A little groove, a little like a line, but it's like a little ditch that comes. Whether it's a good thought or even a bad thought, good thoughts carve out those little ditches or those grooves. I remember what, 50, 60 years ago, the teenagers back then, they were calling, like people, like teenagers say, oh, that's cool. And back then we said, that's groovy. Well, th these thoughts are groovy. They, they make a groove in our thinking. And that's why habits are so difficult to break. There's a groove. There's a mark. There's a little trench that's gone across our brain, in the tissue of our brain. And now we're trying to break that habit, but that 
it, it, it's not easy to break it. That trench has to be uh, healed over, that tissue. Uh, and it's going to take time for that to happen. And so the only way it can happen is we get a new groove, a different groove. And that's what we're looking for today. Take sports, for instance. Why do the people in, and the people that are playing the sports, why do they have to train and train and train over and repeated before the game? Because as they continue to do the same thing, the same play, okay, let's practice that play again, okay? Let's practice that play again. What, what the coach is doing, and maybe the coach had no idea, there's a groove coming across their brain that when they're out on the field and it time, comes time to make that play, they will just automatically, they won't have time to think. They will just react. That groove has been put there and it reveals itself in their immediate reaction to overcome. That happens when we, when we study, when we're developing a new skill. Okay, here, here's an example. You play the guitar. Uh, Ned plays the, the organ. Owen plays the piano. They have grooves in their brain that I don't have in my brain. And that groove, when you hear him playing, that didn't happen yesterday, and he learned how to do that, or Ned over here. They've been at it for years, and now the groove is there. They know just which key to touch. Their fingers go right, 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 right to it. Sometimes you see them playing and they don't even have sheet music or playing the, the, the guitar. They have those grooves there. And that's why we have rehearsals uh, to get that. But it, it, it takes repetition, repetition for the groove to come in and uh, the negative thoughts. There's a fear thought and it keeps coming back. It keeps coming back. Insecurities, loneliness. Here's a, a lady talked to me. Her husband left her years ago when she had three boys and a girl. And uh, they're grown men and she's a grown woman. They're married. She had a number of grandchildren now. A wonderful Christian lady. And when her husband left, she had no skills. She wondered, how am I going to raise these these children, these three boys, big strapping guys, and this beautiful young girl. And uh, she didn't know how, and she wondered where the money was going to come from to feed them and uh, dress them and educate them. The insecurity, insecurity, week, months, years, while they're raising up, put a groove. This lady lived with insecurity for years, then she turned her heart over to the Lord. Now God began another operation, going to change that insecurity and bring security. And she told me, when she was telling me her story, she had a very drawn, blank expression. It, it, she reverted back to that feeling of insecurity. And her countenance changes. Friend, your countenance, your behavior, everything changes according to what you're thinking. Whatever you think, you're going to start acting it, even maybe before you're aware of it. But then she, she told me, and it wasn't long ago she told me, she said, and I think it was her older son, 
her, the mother is so insecure all these years. And she told me, and now she starts to smile. She said, my older son said, Mom, I'm going to take care of you. You took care of us. You don't have a thing to worry about. I'm going to take care of you. And she smiled so greatly. So insecurity. Now her countenance changes because she's beginning now to feel security. And over and over in her mind, she keeps repeating what her son said. Mom, I'm going to take care of you. Mom, I'm going to take care of you. And every time she thinks it, she feels stronger. She feels more secure. Friend, you become what you think and you have to keep thinking the right thoughts or you will be back into that same condition. The scripture says in Philippians 4, 8, Finally, my brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Pastor Morris will return in a moment with the conclusion of today's message following this important invitation to join us in worship this Sunday at the Largo Community Church in Bowie, Maryland. The church of friendship and joy where Christ is honored and people are loved. That's what you'll experience at the Largo Community Church. So we invite you to come to church this Sunday and experience a service full of music, hymns, prayer, and a special message from God brought by Pastor Jack Morris. If you choose to join us virtually for the live service, simply go to largocc.org at 9 a.m. this Sunday and click on Watch Live at the top of the homepage. No matter what way you choose to join us in worship, know that you're loved and welcomed at the Largo Community Church. Now, let's join Pastor Jack Morris for the conclusion of today's message. Listen to this. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit to be tempted of the devil. After fasting for 40 days, the tempter came to him and said, put a thought in his mind. If you are the Son of God, if you are a Christian like you claim to be, like the pastor thinks you are, listen to what he talks about, like your spouse thinks you are, your parents. Now here is the arsenal. Jesus used the Word of God to defeat the enemy. He did not call down angels from heaven, and he did not use any supernatural power. When he was on earth, he performed miracles. He's still here. He's still performing miracles. He never performed a miracle for himself. His miracle-working power was only for the people that followed him. You're a follower. He has miracle-working power for you. Notice what he said. It is written. He fired back at the devil. Don't let the devil just kick you down. He said, it is written, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. Every word. Memorize a scripture. Hit the devil back with that that word of God. That's exactly what Jesus did. He hit him back. Okay. Did the devil say, okay, I'm defeated? No. He's not going to roll over and play dead. Then the devil took him to a holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. And here he comes again, the same thing. If you are the son of God, if you're a Christian, you wouldn't feel down. You wouldn't feel discouraged. You wouldn't feel defeated. If, if, if. He wants to, if is a doubt in this situation. He'll give you, the devil keeps talking. 
He will command his angels concerning you. They, on and on. Then Jesus answered him. Come on, friends. You've got to be ready to answer. You've got to be ready to pull out your sword and attack back. Jesus said, it is written, verse 7, it is also written, do not put the Lord your God to the test. Okay, verse 8. Again, the devil took him to a high mountain. All this I will give you if you fall down and worship me. Verse 10, Jesus said, away, Satan, away, for it is written, worship the Lord your God. Three times, it is written, it is written, it is written. Friend, you can say that too. But you have to know what is written. (laughs) You have the same arsenal that Jesus. You are stronger than you think when you put your faith in him and let this arsenal take hold. Friend, you're going to have to fight. I can't fight it for you. There's a place now that... The Lord's going to look to you. With God, all things are possible. God has given us his holy word. And we have it today. Today, We have his holy word. Now it says here, the word of God. Ephesians, when he gives the, the, um, the armament to fight the battle. The word of God. The word in this case is not logos. In here... In the original, it's rhema, which simply means there is an active voice with breath coming forth that reveals the mind of God. The scripture reveals the mind of God. The rhema, the word, spoken by a living voice declaring the mind of God. Now, God knows what's in your mind, but God says, I want you to know what's in my mind. I want you to know I love you. I'm on your side. I want you to win the battle. I'm going to fight with you. I've given you the sword. I've given you the helmet. The word of God. The scripture says in Isaiah prophesying of Jesus. Isaiah 11 verse 4. Messiah will strike evil with the rod of his mouth. And with the breath of his lips. Every word. Every word is given by the inspiration of God. And has been spoken. You can't speak without breath coming from your mouth. Listen to it again. It was prophesied by Isaiah hundreds and hundreds of years before he came. Messiah will strike evil with the rod of his mouth. That's the word. And with the breath of his lips. Now I have to close real quick. Notice. Let me go back over to the armament. Ephesians, verse 17, look at each word. Don't rush through it. Go back and read it over a couple of, three or four times. It starts out this way. Take the helmet of salvation and the word of God. Take, oh, that word take. What are we talking about? Well, the Roman legionnaire had, was going into battle, going into war, he would have an attendant to lay out his gear or his, his fighting war attire. Like, like, like you would lay out your clothes on your bed. You're getting ready to come into church in the morning. You put, I'll put this on, then I'll put this on, then I'll put this on, then I'll put this on. Well, the legionnaire had all of his gear, fighting gear, laid out. And he would take it and put it on. 
Take it. He's preparing himself. He's getting ready to go to war. He's getting ready to win the war. He puts it on. But now it says, take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit. The ritual was that the attendant would let the legionnaire pick up his own clothes off the, the counter or off the bed or wherever there was, the bench. But when it would come to the helmet, the helmet was so important, the sword of the spirit was of utmost importance. The legionnaire would receive from the attendant. The attendant would pick up the helmet and take it over and give it to the legionnaire. Now the legionnaire would take it. You have to take the word of God. He would take it. He knew the enemy would come after his head. And he would put it on. And then the attendant would go back and pick up the sword. And would take it over. And the legionnaire would take it. Now this is what Paul was saying. He was in a Roman prison. He knew how the Romans would fight. And he used that analogy to talk about our spiritual warfare. He said, take it. Thy God, take the word. Take it. Take it this morning. Take it in the Sunday school class. Take it in the small group. Take it in your private devotions. Take the word of God. We'll go in there to fight and all we have is our own hands and arms. Nothing to fight with. But if we have the word of God, we have the sword of the spirit. And as Jesus brought the devil down and set him on flight, it is written, it is written, it is written. Know what is written. Now, I had time, I would take various scriptures. But most of us know the 23rd Psalm. If temptation comes, moral, immoral, if temptation comes, whatever it is, and it's there, and you start thinking, oh dear Lord, you're well into the thought before you become aware that I'm thinking that thought. It's already there. And you think, oh my Lord, what am I thinking? Take like the 23rd Psalm and and stop the enemy right at the middle of that thought. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want anything, any power, any any strength. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down. Just take a scripture and start quoting it. But get the scripture that you know, that you love, your favorite. It doesn't have to even pertain to to the temptation that is going on. The important thing, it is the scripture, the word of God. That Jesus had to do the scripture. He's the one that spoke it in the beginning. And so he could go right to the very scripture that, and apply it to that specific need. But if you, if you don't have the specific need scripture, take any scripture because it's all God-breathed. And friend, if you fight day after day, week after week, Month after month. But if you give up, the enemy will come right back in. You will drive him off your premises, out of your mind. He will be in a retreat. But you let your guard down, zoom, he's right back again. Come on, you are in a war. You are on a battlefield. But you are a winner because Jesus is there with you. Jesus is the word of God. I invite you to take the Word of God and win the battle of the mind. His Word changes our thinking, our thinking changes our emotions, and our emotions change how we live. The Healing Word Ministry team 
is here for you. If you need prayer or want to send a praise report, email us at contact us at thehealingwordministries.org. Our pastoral staff will take your message to God and will rejoice over the victory that is yours in Christ Jesus. That email address again is contact us at thehealingwordministries.org. And friend, will you consider partnering with Pastor Morris today by praying for the ministry and consider sending a gift to help us in reaching those who are struggling with life's challenges and need hope for tomorrow? You can make your tax-deductible donation in a matter of minutes by visiting our website, largocc.org. Click on The Healing Word and follow the Donations tab to complete your support of this vital ministry. You can now access audio versions of The Healing Word anytime by going to oneplace.com and searching for The Healing Word. Video versions of the messages are available at lightsource.com. So why not go there today and receive your blessing? Again, that's oneplace.com and lightsource.com and search for The Healing Word. Be sure to tune in Monday at the same time for another edition of The Healing Word. Until then, blessings on you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.